If that word trips you up, like artist, creative, just forget the title, you know, just be a human that is seeking relief through the practice of writing. And that's, the, you know, at the end of the day, when you boil it down, that's that's what we're doing. Or, you know, uh, be that person who just wants to have good conversations through the medium of podcast. You don't have to, you know, claim that title for it to matter, for it to bring worth into your life and into someone else's life. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson, and Holly Gerth, writers and real-life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected. So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together. More than small talk, friends, we are excited to have a special guest with us today. Rachel Marie Kong is the author of a new book, Let There Be Art. So Jennifer, tell us a little more about Rachel. Rachel is a New York native, born and raised just outside of New York. She is the founder of The Fallow, and her writing has been featured on Christianity Today, Proverbs 31 Ministries, and Encourage. So we're so excited to have you here and cannot wait to just hear more about your fabulous book. Thanks for having me. I'm yeah. also excited. Yeah. Rachel, I was with Proverbs 31 for 14 years and I loved that ministry. And so it's cool that we have that, that shared. I want to hear about your background and the life experiences that you had that led you to write this really cool new book. Yeah, that's a great question. So it's really funny. I When I set out to write this book, it wasn't originally intended to speak into creativity. It was just going to be a book for writers. And when my editor gave that, you know, guidance of, hey, let's let's go broad, right? Let's let's speak into all forms of creativity, the practice of it, not just writing. And I remember thinking, oh, this is so daunting. Who am Aww. I to speak into all facets of creativity, the practice of, of painting and dancing? I'm not a dancer. I'm not a painter. I'm a writer. But I accepted the challenge. <laughs> and when I set out to write the book, I realized, oh my goodness, all my life, I have been cultivating creativity in all these different um, and mostly unseen ways. And I began to see like, yeah, I'm not an expert in dance. I'm not an expert in photography, although I love it and I practice it, but I have a passion for it. Mm -hmm. And I'm a learner of these different crafts and I'm intrigued by them. And so all those years as a young girl and then a, a teenager and then a college student where I would hide away in my room and write poems in my journal or uh, write songs that the world would never see. But, you know, there I was hidden away and tucked away writing songs because I needed to relieve myself of an emotion or I wanted to experience some type of relief. And so, yeah, I didn't really set out to write this book. But as I did write it, I found I am qualified to speak into this because I've lived it my whole mm -hmm. life. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I love that. I'm a fellow creative. And so you have to have an outlet for that. So I love this. The cover is gorgeous, by the way. So I just love just the journey of where you kind of landed on this and how fun was that to kind of pivot into this direction? Oh my goodness. I, I, it was fun. It's also, there's something really, um, it's obviously vulnerable, right? To, to, for someone to say, Hey, you try this. And then for you to step up to the plate and say, okay, I'm going to do what you're asking me to do. But it was just, I mean, that the direction that my editor gave for this book, it ended up expanding into direction for my life. It, it opened me up to see so much about myself. And I think that's what's so beautiful about um, just creating in community or collaborating with others is that people get to speak into who you are. And that's just a beautiful process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jennifer so easily says, I'm a fellow creative. And yet I still struggle to be like, am I creative? I- I'm creative. I think, you know, you said it was daunting kind of delving into this subject. So why do you think creativity is so intimidating for so many of us? Yeah, I I just, you know, there's so many different reasons, right? Some of us have been told our whole lives, you're not creative. You're, you need to uh, be studious. You need to learn. You need to get a real job. You can't have a job in the arts, right? And so I think some mm-hmm. of us, maybe we really do carry those, those wounds where people have spoken that over us. And then of course, you know, many of us like to compare ourselves. And so when we're thinking about um, our own creativity, how we like to show up in the world, Mm -hmm. the things that we like to make, the things that we like to do, how we like to work. We look at someone else and we say, well, I don't do it like them, or I am not them. I don't offer what they have. I'm not as good as them. And so then, you know, that becomes our definition. That's where Mm -hmm. we find our identity. Um, And I always like to tell people, if that word trips you up, like artist, creative, just forget the title, you know, just be a human that is uh, seeking relief through the practice of writing. And that's, the, you know, at the end of the day, when you boil it down, that's that's what we're doing. Or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, be that person who just wants to have good conversations through the medium of podcast. You don't have to, you know, claim that title for it to matter, for it to bring worth into your life and into someone else's life. Yeah. So does that leave room for messiness? Mm, yeah, I I think it does. I, and I think that's always the journey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not just in our creative lives, but even, you know, as myself as a mother. Yes. <laughs> like, am I really doing this right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and there's the guilt and all these feelings commingled with the joy and so, yeah, I absolutely think that creativity is just like anything else. And I also think, you know, I really like to tell people that creativity comes in seasons. And sometimes, you know, something might be blooming in us and it might we might be having an abundant season um, with our I'll just keep going with writing. And then maybe a former passion that we used to have, photography um, Mm -hmm. or music or cooking or whatever it is, sewing, maybe we don't have time for that. Or maybe Mm -hmm. our lives have changed or our health has changed. That's something I speak into in my book. And so 
it's like we're forced to pivot. And that's Mm. so messy because we're laying things down and we're picking up new things, but we don't feel quite confident about it. And I think that's what's so helpful about creating in community is you have people that can kind of cheer you on in that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've, I think I have this vision of the paint by numbers thing that we've always had. You have to like do this color and yeah. this spot. But tell us about the different ways to be creative in your book that you talk about. Yeah, so I really had fun kind of structuring my book. And I thought, you know, I want to cast a wide net. I want to talk about all these different things. Some of them I didn't really know much about. So, of course, I talk about writing. I talk about journaling and the importance of just bearing your soul. Um, I also talk about cooking because cooking is something that all of us do. And so (laughs) I kind of bring up the, the, the beauty of food, the color of food, the Mm -hmm. experiential, like the textures and the tangibility of cooking um, and how that's just so good for you. Um, I actually talk about comedy in one of my chapters and just the art of being surprised. And um, for those of us that, I guess I, I'm sometimes funny, but I'm not really a comedian, but there's such an art to that, right? Um, I talk about photography. I also, one of my favorite chapters, and I was quite surprised by this, um, was my chapter on fiction, where I just kind of advocated the importance of stories um, and fictional stories at that, mm. you know, they give us hope. Um, the movies that we love, the books that we love, it all matters. So those are a few of the things. (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, I love that it's broad because I think that's really helpful. And when I look at the title, Let There Be Art. So every Wednesday I pick up from a local farm, a large bag of produce that they pick that day. And I never know what's going to be inside. I mean, it can be things I have no idea what they are all the way to just these beautiful, colorful peppers. And I have so much fun pulling those out and thinking, what can I create with this? And it may be really tasty. It may not. But I have found that that is a part of creativity that I absolutely love. I wish I'd known it years ago, but I'm getting to play with it now. And that's a lot of fun. Yeah, that makes me think of one of my... um... I used to love the show Chopped on the Food yeah. Network where yeah. right, they open up the basket and it's all these <laughs> mysterious ingredients yes. and I would like vicariously live through them because it's like, what could you ever make with that? But they always come up with something, yeah. right? And yeah, that's it definitely is fun that that is an adventure. It's play. Yeah, it's it so is. Cool. We'll sit around the table and I'll be like. Okay, five to 10, what do you think? And be like, oh, that's a six. Oh, that's a 10. You know, we never know, but it is fun. Yeah. So if someone's listening and they're thinking, yes, I want to let there be art in my life. I just don't know how to make that happen. I'm busy. I'm doing all the things already. What would you say are some practical ways that people can incorporate more creativity into their life? Mm, That's such a good Mm -hmm. question. And I, I honor that that position or that stance, right? Because we all come to that place, whether, and I kind of said this before, like whether our lives change because we have children or jobs change or for myself, you know, health changes and you realize, wow, I can't do this with my hands anymore or, you know, my voice has changed. And so that's definitely, that is a really hard place to be. And I just want to like 
say that and honor that. Um, Cause it's very easy to try to slap a bandaid on that and just be like, we'll try something new, you know? Um, but I will say one thing that people can do is go buy my book because I do have practices in each chapter. And the reason that I did that was because it is daunting when someone is telling you, let there be art in your life, or you can cultivate this. And you're like, but how, and where do I start? It's very, very overwhelming. So, um, every chapter has, uh, practices and poems, things to help inspire even prayers. So that's a good first step. Um, I think another thing too, is like community. We, I think there's this common conception, misconception that, um, you know, that, that artist has to create alone and that we have to go into like our closet and then emerge with like some shining light and we've created something beautiful. And I am such an introvert and that, that is absolutely my first instinct. But what I'm learning when it comes to creativity is that especially when there are things that you're wanting to try or it feels daunting, um, doing it with other people is really helpful because you can do it in community. You can be um, encouraged. And even for some of us, like I said earlier, we might be carrying around the words that maybe a parent or a teacher from our past, someone spoke into us and said, like, you're not creative. You can't do this. You should never do this. But welcoming people into that journey is a great way to kind of combat those lies that we've that we've always believed, you know, and so maybe that looks practically like uh, subscribing to a writer's community or um, or joining a free one. Right. Or um, maybe for a season, it looks like following your favorite uh, comedians or artists on Instagram and just gleaning from from the way that they are approaching their art. Um, And then maybe just I don't know, you create you can create a group and just say, hey, let's study this person's book. Let's see how they're doing this. Let's talk about it before we even create anything. Let's just have conversations around it. Um, So I think that's one way. And I'll say just a third thing, like a lot of the chapters in my book explore this idea of like just starting where you are and making peace with the season that you're in. And so I, I do think that there's kind of a, I hope this comes off as practical, but there is a little bit of an interior um, examination maybe that you have to just evaluate, like, what kind of season am I in? Is it my health that's holding me back from doing what I want to do? Is it kids? You know, one like, there's just so many hacks. You know, if you want to paint and you want canvases in your house and you want to work with oils, but you have children running around the house, well, maybe you start with watercolor. Like, maybe you don't have to go to the extreme. Maybe you do something that's simple and easy. Um yeah, I don't know. I hope that that is helpful. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us one of your favorite practices? I love that you have those in the book. Yeah. What's I one of your will. favorites? So um, something that I don't think I'm a professional by any means is photography. Um, I love just c- composition of photos. And um, I can't remember. I don't I actually don't think I write about this in the book. I, I think I've confessed this in multiple podcasts, but <laughs> I used to be an avid journaler and I don't really journal anymore because I have two littles running around scribbling on any piece of paper that they, you know, if I pull out a journal, like that thing will go missing. <laughs> um, and also for other reasons, but I've thought recently, oh my gosh, you know what? Journaling, it's just 
this isn't my season for that. Maybe I need a break. It's not working. But photography, if I get a camera and start taking pictures again and I don't have to worry about it doesn't take up any space, all the files are saved on the on the camera. I don't have to worry about kids toting things away. And um, and so that's kind of something that I'm practicing right now. And I'm not very good at it. And I don't know the rules of the camera. And it's even more uh, daunting because my husband actually is a photographer and he knows exactly what to do with a camera. But I don't care. I got a camera anyway. And I'm Yay. slowly learning Yay. and teaching myself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's something that I'm practicing right now. Well, we would love for our listeners to know where to find you, where to find your book, because there's a lot of women out there who are saying, let there be art in my life. So how can they find you and how can they find more about this book? Absolutely. So the best way to find me and to find out about my book is my website, which is rachelmariekong.com. I also hang out on Instagram and welcome messages and love to engage and chat back with people. And you can also find me there at rachelmariekong. Right. We've loved having you. Let there be art. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.